Blog Talk Radio.
I, I, low key, low key, I was like, why did I agree to this? <laughs> when, I woke up, uh, when I woke up, I was like, damn, why? Why didn't I listen to um, Stacy's suggestion when she was like, she gave like she was like, should we push it back to next week? And I was like, let's just <laughs> let's just do it. And then I, <laughs> when I woke up this morning, I was like, yeah, why did I why did I do this? Uh huh. But we hang over here once the, once again, right? Uh, what we gonna do today? We gonna is that we gonna treat it as our 2016 wrap up show. So we gonna go through like the best and worst moments of 2016. Some people it just wasn't a good year. Some people it was a great year. We also gonna be talking about um Azalea Banks. I don't know if you you heard about her um practicing witchcraft or or suggesting <laughs> or insinuating that she's practicing witchcraft and like right. sacrificing chickens and shit. Uh, tiny uh, divorcing T.I., something that a lot of people never thought would happen. Uh, reportedly, it's happening. And um, Fantasia is engaged, and the story is more so who she's engaged to. And I want to pose hmm. a question to people regarding that when we when we talk about it, um, because it is it kind of seems like a double standard when it comes to black women. men uh when black men marry white women versus uh-huh. when black women black marry women. white men yeah so just hold that in your mind real quick but let's start this off with the question of the day which is do you follow through with your new year's resolutions if not why well for me particular. i don't uh I don't. I, I stopped making New Year's resolutions like when I got older, and yeah. I started. Um, what I started doing was making year long like uh, resolutions throughout throughout the year. So like every couple yeah. months, I'd make a couple you know new resolutions. It wouldn't be a New Year's resolution, but it'd be new resolutions throughout the year. Yeah. Because I feel like when I was making New Year's resolutions, I wasn't necessarily able to follow up with them. Well, not yeah. that I wasn't able to. But it was just, it wasn't something that I did because as much as you try to plan for, you know, the new year and all the type of things that are going to happen, it's like, you know, curveballs happen. So you get thrown off your plan. But for me, I guess right, it's right. just easier to have new plans every couple months. True. Yeah. I, I agree. That's, you? that's a good way to um, look at it. Uh, yeah, I don't really do the, the resolutions thing. Um yeah, nah. I I thought about it and I I don't really do it. Like I used to um you know the typical things that a lot of people uh do like working out is like one of the main things like yo I'm being at gym mm-hmm. a lot more. And the first week of this year like any every year the first month of January of the new year is um the gyms are so stupid. Uh-huh. Because this is every membership month. Everybody is in that bitch, and then February or March is back. <laughs> uh huh. We need um, to call man. it. Gym yeah, membership I don't really month. do it. January is now gym membership month. Gym membership month. That's a good one. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Stacy, do you? Um, you could you could message it if you if you're not in position to talk, but do you uh follow through with yours? It depends on what it is, but in my mind, I look at every day you should try to be your best self. I don't look at it like, oh, it's 2017, so now I'm going to be my best self. Like, I think every day is, 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 is a, it's a daily decision. Exactly. Right. And everybody that, goes back that. to so, yeah. Right. <clears throat> well... You guys are welcome at any point to chime in uh, 646-716-8544 Regarding any of the things we're going to be talking about Or um, Impress one if you happen to be on the line already Uh, Let's kick it off with Some of these uh, Best and worst Moments of Uh, 2016 So Um 
best and worst. For me, I think off top, the worst is Donald Trump being elected president. <laughs> Funny, because that was actually my best. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh-huh. yeah. So that's the worst. That was the worst. That's the worst. Um, the best is myself and um, Hampton Blue releasing my mixtape, uh, Mevum. Nice. I am Hollywood dot com, nice. and just launching nice. all of that, the website and uh, the the mixtape and with the release party, all that combined in one. It was definitely one of the best moments because you know niggas work so hard to like put that shit together. So to see that come out and res- the people like digging it and shit, that was definitely the best for me. What about you? Um, for me, the best I, I can't I can't pinpoint one best moment because mm-hmm. there were a lot of moments, but I say like the worst moment was <clears throat> for uh, me losing the baby earlier this year. Oh, that yeah, was like, yeah. you know, the worst moment for me, this 2016. But um, the best moment, you know, for me, like I said, I've been, you know, I've just been so blessed, man. I can't even, I can't find one, to be honest. <laughs> I feel you. There's a, there's a um, couple moments. Yeah, there's a lot of things went down this year. Uh, for a lot of people, it was like several worst moments, especially when it came to deaths. Like, 2016, a lot of people was blaming the year for taking a lot of lives. A lot of, like, iconic people, like Muhammad Ali, we lost uh, mm-hmm. last year. Uh, more recently, for the Star Prince. Wars fans, oh, yeah, Prince. Prince as well. Like, how did I forget that? I ain't forget, but... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, more recently though, Princess Leia. Well, that's not her real name, but the um, woman from Star Wars. She most recently died. Her and her mom, like a day apart. Oh wow! And um, yeah. who else was it? Just recently, like it's one of those things that's like my mind is like bugging right now. That was like just. Um, oh, the the act, the comedian. Oh yeah, Man, what's his name? Uh, Rick, Ricky, his name. Ricky Harris. Yeah, yeah, Ricky yeah, Harris. yeah. Ricky Harris. Um, so so many people though that I, I posted this picture actually. Let me pull that up because then that'll tell me right away. It was a picture that somebody made. It was a collage of all of the people who we lost, and it was a lot of people. Like it was crazy. Um, I'm pulling up the picture now to see. But you know what I'm thinking? Um, what you thinking? Is it is it that in 2016 a lot of people passed away? Or is it that in 2016 people kind of focused more on the death yeah, of those people? I, I, I know it was a lot I, of hype about death, though. I won't argue that point. But... Yeah. You know, for the the names that they were saying, I felt like a lot of those names, you know, I didn't know. And I could imagine that everybody has different uh, – not everybody knows every name on that list. But I felt like maybe people were just kind of looking to just round up this big group of people who passed that this year and yeah. just threw a lot of names together. I would say it's the latter of what you said. Definitely um... – I think it was more of a focus on it because you got to imagine every year. Um, right. I mean, we don't, we probably don't lose the as many high profile, but we definitely lose a lot um, of people. Like every year, like when you look, think about the award shows, like uh, the Grammys or the, the Oscars, and they do like that memorial type section of the show where they show like the pictures of everybody who we lost the past year. It'd be uh-huh. a lot. It'd be a lot of people. I mean, a lot of them we don't know, but it'd be a lot. It'd be a lot of people. <clears throat> but what I will say though is, it was very the the, the passings were very iconic this year. Yeah, for us, for us at least, you know, I don't know about everybody because everybody, like I said, everybody has different uh, genres that they they're into and 
people that they they you know they revere. Right. Yeah, and it's crazy. I just I just saw on the list Natalie Cole passed in 2016. It was 16? yo for me that it's crazy because I, I felt like that was like so long ago. Yeah, I felt like it was like 15 or something. It was January. Wow, that's why. Right. But this Very year, early on. It's been a long year. Yeah, definitely. David Bowie's on this list. Gene Wilder, the guy from Willy Wonka, is on here. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Um... What's this guy's name? Um, George Michael. More recently. Mm. Um, America. Not this year. year. (laughs) (laughs) America's hope. (laughs) Um, Our Facebook page. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I, I kind of know who, who who was behind that, but you know, <laughs> we not going we not no snitches over here. Yeah, man. <laughs> so so tragic, so tragic, so tragic. Um, all right, let's move on. We'll we'll think of more throughout throughout the uh, the hour to see who we um, in terms of best and worst moments, we'll we'll pull up some more. But let's move on to uh, Serena Williams. She's engaged, and congratulations, first off. It kind of came out of left field, it feels for me. Like, normally there's a dating process prior to getting engaged, but maybe not, or maybe it was on the low, but she's engaged to the Reddit founder. Uh, what's his name? Let me get his name right now. Uh, Ohio? Alexis Ohanian. He's the co-founder of Reddit. So you know he's Kagan. Um, but, like, to what I brought up earlier when I mentioned, like, the whole... Is that double standard with the whole black men, white women versus black women, white men thing? Because it seems like, just from, like, off top, it seems like when high-profile black men get with white women is, like, a lot of noise. Hey, do you find that? From black you women know particularly? I think, I think it's just this, this thing that, like, it's kind of, how, how can you put it, like, taboo, if you will, that people don't like to talk about on either end, either way. But I do feel like it's more acceptable in in our society's eyes when mm-hmm. a black woman is with a white man, it seems more acceptable. And I don't know if you've seen it either, but on on Instagram recently or lately, should I say, I've been seeing a lot of av- like it seems like advertisement for black women to mm-hmm. be with white men. I don't know if you've seen it the way I've seen it, but like I was seeing posts about like you know date a white man and you know all this type of shit. For I think it was like a website that they actually had where black women could go up and date a white man. Now, my thing is this. Love is love. I don't have an issue with it. Mm-hmm. I just feel, for me, personally, I feel like um, I understand my uh, influence, being a man, being a, a, a black man, in the black community, if you will, or the people that know me or the people that are around me. And I feel like it's a responsibility of mine to make sure that, you know, the women who, how can I put it? Like the women who look to me for something, mm-hmm. if it makes sense, get, uh, they get something that, the, 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 the something that they're looking for. For me, I don't know, um, I don't have an issue with any other race, you know, but for me all my life, I just knew black women. And it might just be a, a, a societal thing or just my, my area, how I grew up, the schools I went to, whatever. But for the most part, until I got to high school, I knew 
black women. And for me, now that I teach in these schools, I look at it like this. If I'm I'm t- I'm a teacher in, in in schools, right? Yeah. I have students. I have you know I have young students, young young ladies who, you know they look they look at me in a certain way, and they, some of them might even have a crush on me, right? Now imagine mm-hmm. if these young girls who might look at me as a man who they could envision being a representation of the man that they want to be with in the future. They see me in that light right now, and they see me come to the school for let's say let's say a show or something that we're doing, and they see me with a woman on my arm that doesn't look like them. Yeah, you know they might they might take that and interpret that a certain way. It's like yeah, oh yeah, you know he he he's this type of I, I love who he is or I like the type of person that he is. Does he like the type of person I am because he's not with somebody that looks like me, and I feel like that's that's a lot of the issue when it comes to, you know, black women and what they see when they see a black man with a white woman or a black man with any other woman, because it kind of creates a sense of insecurity in a woman. And it's natural, you know, it's just natural. It's the same way if a parent uh, gives one kid something and doesn't give another kid something, you feel the way, you know? Yeah. So in, in, in that psychological sense, I feel like, my responsibility, you know, makes, or just just how I, what I feel my responsibility is. It might not even be my responsibility, but what I feel my responsibility is just makes me move differently on the subject. But um, yeah, I think it is this double standard. I think it's a a taboo thing, and I you know, I get it. Yeah. But you know, I feel like people sometimes people don't see that side of it also. You know the psychological effect that it might have on people who view you a certain way or um, revere you to be a person who, like I said, they they might see themselves being uh, with a representation of a person they might see themselves being with. Yeah, because the thing that I was thinking about when I was looking at this is like, um, like for one, I mentioned with the when a black man marries a, a, a engaged a white woman, how like or just anybody like you said. And how like all of the noise that I see and hear versus when like a, a black woman married white men, those same people who's making that noise when it's the other way around are like congratulating and cheering and in some ways, um, I don't want to say justifying, but just like, oh, uh, is because y'all ain't treating us right or something to that effect mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. versus, like, why is she outside of her race, like, type shit, the way they do it. But then you got to think. Around. You got to look at it like, you know, what's the <clears throat> what's the general consent? Not, to, not asking what it is because, you know, it is different in every situation. But if you can understand mm-hmm. what the general consensus of, you know, the black men the black man's uh, relationship, uh, how can you put it? <laughs> the, the way that mm-hmm. black men and black women are in relationship, mm-hmm. from the outside, people who form their opinions and form their judgments might look at it as, you know, something that's not as beneficial to a black woman as it would be to a black man. Because you always see these examples of black women and black men, and for the most part, recently, uh, it seems like there's this idea that black men are lazy, black women are the ones holding everything down, black women are going to work while the black men are staying at home playing video games and, you know, slacking, selling drugs, and the black woman is, you know, got to deal with the kids and be the strong woman when the black man has, you know, he's off to jail and just into illegal shit. That's what that's what it seems like the the the, the portrayal is which we know is not true, mm-hmm. but for somebody looking on the outside, it's kind of like, okay, well, if a black woman gets with a white man, that's a come up. You know, if a black man gets with a white woman, it's just like, now, so you did all this shit to us, you did all this crazy shit, and now you're going to go with, you know what I'm saying, and, make, and, and treat somebody else right? 
I feel from from the from the conversations that I've had with people on this this matter, that's what I see, and that's what I hear from you know a lot of women. <clears throat> but what what do you think? What do you think is the reason why the why the double standard? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know what's the reason. <laughs> like, um, I, I'll, I, yeah, I really don't. That sounds like a good politically correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, Stacy actually have a um opinion on this. I'm. I want to hear what she has to say. Yes. Stacy. Time for a female perspective. The black female perspective. No, doesn't. Because I represent all <laughs> black women. Um, right. But, um, but no. But um, I actually agree with Venor on some points that he was saying in terms of um, what he was saying as a black man, how he may want to live his life where he's, I don't know if you were saying you want to be per se with a black woman, but you understand the image of that, like how important that is, I guess, is what you were saying. Um, yeah. Because I know, I know that um, Denzel Washington felt the same way. Uh, for a while, he would refuse to do a kissing scene with a white woman on screen because he knew he had a lot of black female uh, supporters. He always mm-hmm. requested a black wife wife on his films because, you know, Hollywood, I agree with Benoit, they really promote an image of interracial for whatever reason. In fact, um, what's his name? Eric LaSalle from Coming to America, he quit ER because you know, they put him with a white woman on the, on the show, and he was like, wait a minute, why are we always showing <laughs> interracial mm-hmm. couples and rarely showing strong black couples mm-hmm. on, on the screen? And, and he's like, when you do show black couples, we're either arguing or we're highly sexualized. Mm-hmm. So why can't we let a black man loving a black woman? And I, I applaud him for that. I think his girlfriend, though, was, he said she was black, but she was very light skinned. So some people use that with him. But I, I don't. People can people can choose whoever they want to. You know, sometimes you fall in love with who you fall in love with. I mean, I grew up mainly going to white schools, so I would often like white guys. You know, growing up, uh-huh. that's who yeah. I saw, who I was around. Right. But but then when I went to college, you know, you like I, I was around black men, so. You know, it's whatever. But in terms of the general, level, <laughs> in terms of the general level, though, I can understand why black women are more upset when they see a black man with a white woman. I think it's because there's so many black women who are single, um, mm-hmm. and so they're looking for a, a, a black man to date and marry. Um, and then when you go out and you see a black man with a white woman who's successful, a successful black man with a white woman. I don't know. I guess some some women just feel a way about that. Uh, but see, you got to talk I about. You, oh, oh, I'm sorry, I, Stacey, I, I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Sorry, the time delay. I guess. No, I was going to say we got to we got to uh, also take into account that even though some some women are single, it doesn't mean that they're not they don't have any experience with a black man. Oh no, I'm not saying. And their experience. I'm talking about. Yeah, okay, I'm not saying that. There are women who are looking for husbands, as most women are. It's not even a black woman thing. Women, most women, want a husband. So, yeah, they right, may right. be dating black They're They're wanting to be married. That's why they're single. Um, exactly. But what what I'm saying is I don't personally, I don't know this, all the statistics, but Ava DuVernay made a great point in 13th talking about the prison industrial complex and how that broke the black family more than more than slavery did. like she she studied the statistics so i personally think that's a lot of the reason why some black women are single but let me say this and more and more black women are going to college than black men as well by the way remember what i said people date who they have access to so when i went to hampton when I was at Hampton, it's not a girl college, but they were closing down male dorms. Why? Because black men weren't going to college. So, and why mm-hmm. is that? Likely because of the prison industrial complex. You know, that's been a generational problem. 
Clinton sent yeah. millions of black men to jail. I have friends uh-huh. whose parents, whose fathers weren't in the home at all because they were in jail. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's, that's, that's really, to me, what broke the black family more than just a few hundred thousand black men dating outside their race. Because even though more black men date outside their race, more, most black men still date within their race. Um, and here's my last point. Also, we have to look at black people. We are, not mono, we are not a monolithic people. Like, we're not all the same. You know, there's different classes within us. And when I, if you go to Hampton, most of my friends are married to black men. <laughs> you know what I mean? Happily married. Yeah. And the black men are very happy with these black women having black children. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, these are college-educated people. Not saying you have to be college-educated, but, you know, that's just a different um, segment of the black community who has who cannot relate at all to some of the other issues that I'm hearing about, like, oh, my father wasn't in the house. Like, I, all my uncles were in the house. My father was in the house. I didn't deal with that at all. I don't know black men like that at all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right. Except for I know friends who dealt with that, but I've never experienced black men not being present in my life, ever. Right. <laughs> so, you know, so and, when and, I but, hear but, that, black women, I think that's a certain segment of the black community who's dealing with that. But all my right. friends, most of them be black men or married to black men. So I, don't, I just don't want us as black people, this is my last, last point, I don't want us <laughs> as black people to fall for the, for the bait of self-hate. Because when I go to Instagram, I'm so hurt by the comments on both sides. Because black men were getting on Serena, too. And black men get on mm-hmm. black women who date outside their race on the streets. I've had friends deal with that. Why are you with him? You should be, you know, get with a real man, whatever. But so it's both sides. But we should not be fighting each other and talking about why we don't date each other. That is self-hate. That is a part of the systemic racism that we were taught. And we must get over that. Mhm. Go ahead. Yeah, and, and like you know, like I said, I feel like the the, the point of self hate though, because you got to think about it. If you have, let's say we go to, and I think we used this analogy before, but if we go to a basketball game, you could see five hundred couples, three hundred black couples. Mm-hmm. But if there's ten white, black and interracial couples, they're gonna stand out. Yeah. There. Exactly. And yeah. for, and Dick Gregory spoke on that. It's like, you know, why are you concerned about the, the whatever? Right. But go ahead. So for, for, you know, it's just one of those things that even if we wanted to, uh, how can I put it? Even if we wanted to disregard the fact that it's not the majority, we have to we have to take into account the effect that it has on the the the, the people who see it. And especially children, you know, because a lot of the time we can't we can't say that just because to us it makes sense, children shouldn't be affected by it. I, it. It'd be hard. It'd be difficult for me, like I said, to explain to a child, okay, yes, you know, you are black and you are beautiful and you are, you know, a beautiful woman, but I'm, I want to be with a woman that looks nothing like you. You yeah, I, I heard a black another black man say that too. Yeah, yeah. So no, I agree it, with that because you know what we live in a society for women of to understand. Yeah, yeah, because we we live in a society of images. It's just what it is, you know. Because black mm-hmm. women are also bombarded with images of you are not pretty. You you know this is this is what's beautiful, and so right. in your own race, you know, when some people within your own race, and maybe high-profile people, because that's also my dad and yeah, I. Yeah, and that's You know, it's really, these are high-profile people. It's not per se the norm, but, you know, because they're in the, in, in the public eye, it, it just magnifies, you know. Exactly. Um, um, but, you know, so so when you see them kind of, it, it seems validate the the... I don't want to say white supremacy, but, you know, this the systemic racism that's been kind of taught to us, you know, yeah, it, it, it can be hurting, you know, like, oh, right. wow, okay, you, you think that's beautiful, too, <laughs> you know, and you look like me, wow, you know, what, what yeah, so it can, it can mess with us psychologically, it, it's a, it's a tough uh-huh. war we're dealing with, yeah. Right, right. On the individual level, people fall in love with who they fall in love with, but. 
I understand it on a general level. Like on both sides, both people are uncomfortable with interracial dating and the image of it. Mm-hmm. How about speaking of interracial dating? How about a Jewish guy and a Puerto Rican girl? Drake is. You know, <laughs> you know what? You know why people vote? So, Drake is, is black and Jewish, right? But, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, I, I don't. The Puerto Rican, I, that's what's funny. Like, I know some black women have issues with even light skinned women. A, a black woman who's light skinned <laughs> dating a black man, you know. Like, some dark skinned women have problems with that. But I, I don't. I don't. I think that's too far. I think that's too far. Puerto Ricans, they're part of the African diaspora, actually. I don't, and a lot of them dealt with our struggles. I, I don't really have a problem with, I, I don't have a problem, period. You fall in love with who you fall in love with. But I have a problem if you date outside your race and you try to tell me why you would never date a black woman or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah that part is crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or, or even a black woman. Oh, I, I'm dating this white man because y'all ain't, you know, that, that's crazy because that's not true, yeah. you know. Yeah, your experience right, you dealt with your experience maybe you dealt with some buttholes, but there's buttholes, trust me, on the white end. <laughs> the there's all kinds of buttholes. Gold... Yeah, yeah. There's white women who are straight up gold diggers and Puerto Rican women. All of them. Everybody has bad and good in, in their race. Of course. Yeah. So I, agree I with hate you. it because at the end just... of the day people are people. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because I and mean, you know what? You know what the thing is? I, I believe that, like you know, like we said, people are people, and a lot of the issue is that I feel like a lot of people who see a lot of the shit that's on social media, and a lot of the things that artists and people in you know positions of power or people in high positions post things. The average mm-hmm. person feels like this is what they should have in their life. The average person feels like this is what their life should look like. So when you're looking at yeah. Serena Williams' life, you're thinking, okay, well, Serena Williams is living like this, so why can't I live like this? And and to a point, it kind of becomes this uh, subconscious thing where you don't even you don't even realize that you're thinking like this, but you're kind of you're kind of expecting the same things for yourself as you see these artists or these uh these celebrities have. So you don't you don't get a sense of you don't get a sense of understanding that maybe, you know, because your circle is a little more limited than Serena Williams circle is, that you probably are not in the same spaces to be in that type of relationship. So for you, you negate the fact that this is somebody who she might have just been you know, a close friend with because she, you know, she travels the world and she just has a group, a broader group of friends. And for you, you might just go out and look for something, not realizing that you could have that same thing within your group of friends. You could have a good yeah, man, that, and he might just be black. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it doesn't yeah, have to and be that, a and white man a the way Serena Williams is. Oh, absolutely, and that's a great point to make. That's the dilemma women are facing. Because, you, you know, like uh-huh. I told you, more women, period, are going to college than men. But as you know, <laughs> when America gets a cold, black people get the flu. <laughs> so it's even more so in the black community that more black women are, are getting going to college and all this stuff. So the dilemma for women is, do I date a man who's making less than me or whatever? And so... Someone like Serena Williams, who's a multimillionaire, you know, it's hard to see. Was she was she able to marry a teacher, a black a black male teacher, or or who, you know, a black man who may not be making as much as her? You know, some women want to marry a man who makes more than them because it's just the social construct of male and female. Some women are okay with marrying a man who makes less than them. Um, mm. But I don't know. We've kind of been taught, even in gender roles that, you know, a woman kind of follows the man. And so when you're Serena Williams or Beyonce, <laughs> you know, you're, you're looking for a man who's either equal to you or making more than you or, or even even beyond the money, just just career-wise. You know, you're kind of looking for someone on your level. And the more the higher up you get, 
unfortunately, the less black men you may see, to be to be honest. And that, again, like I was saying, could be a lot to do with exactly. systemic racism and all those things. So that that's what I think a lot of these black female celebrities are dealing with. Right, right. And you know, like I, I said, that's their reality. That's their reality. Before yeah. a lot of people, they make it they make it seem as though it's you know they live the same type of life, so they should move the same type of way. And, oh yeah, you know, I agree. Yeah, it's damaging when you have that 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 mindset. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you know, all my friends who are married, most of them married guys they went to college with. You know, because again, that's mm. people on their level. You know, who they knew, and like you're saying. With Serena, you know, she's hanging out with Reddit people and <laughs> Google owners, so that that's who right. she's meeting. Yeah, it's, right, it's kind of like um, we at, at your workplace. Like a lot of times, um, when you are when you work around people, like you tend to like want to want to date them. There's so many um like coworker relationships. Yeah, happening exactly. Because, you know, human beings, like we're saying, at its core, everything is social construct. Like, race is a social construct. Gender roles, for the most part, social construct. But, you know, love, like you said, is love. So when you put people together, things happen. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. But, Very but you know what? As much as we talk about this, let's just I was say just that we were in a world where... Everybody decided that we were just all going to date black and we were all going to be in black relationships. People would still be talking shit about the fact that this dark-skinned guy is with this light-skinned girl. So, you know, I don't, I don't okay. see it in big sight necessarily. And there's, a great book, there's a great book on that, Lord of the Flies. Like, that hits uh-huh. on a lot of just human nature stuff. I wrote a paper on that. Like, human, na- human beings will find any difference. If it wasn't color... Skin color, it exactly. would be the color of your eyes. It would be the texture uh-huh. of your hair. Or you have big feet or something. Like, it would be any difference we'll try to highlight. And I, I don't know why that's in us, in our DNA. I think it's just to to, to be a part of something and, and, and pretty much um, separate. Because for yeah. us, we kind of have this, this idea of ego that makes us feel like we want to know that we're better than somebody else. And the things yeah. that tell us that we're better than somebody else, we have to be able to prove it in other people. So if we can, mm-hmm. if we can see in somebody else that, okay, well, yeah, this, I'm dark skinned and this dark skinned guy is like, you know, killing in the NBA right now. Yes. It's dark skin versus light skin. So that means that I'm better than somebody else, whoever might be, yeah. you know, light skin for whatever reason. You yeah. Know, that, that's anything true. That kind of, yeah. Differentiate, you know, yeah, human beings want power and all this stuff, but, but, um, you know, but I, but having said that, I, I, I love black love, though. I love to see powerful black couples because that's just the system we live in. So I, I definitely promote black love. I love, I love the Obamas. I love that, you know, what they became, the image that they represented. And I think that it actually influenced us in many ways. Like you were saying, image is just so much. Like it just impresses us, you know. The fact that his wife is, you know, (laughs) she's a darker skinned woman, you know. That is just it was rare to see that, so I think that's why people love him so much. But it is what it is. Right. Black love. Let's let's end on that uh, for this for this topic. (laughs) Yeah. We definitely spent way more time than I thought we were on Serena. Oh yeah, Judy would have hated to be here. (laughs) <laughs> oh no! I can hear her now. That, that was a discussion, though. That, this was a discussion. <laughs> oh no, definitely. Listen, yeah, anytime yeah. me and you were on together, Stacey, it's always a good discussion. I, I know, can't see right? it being anything other than that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You always send it to the CNN. <laughs> yeah. We call it, we call it CNN. <laughs> Black News yeah. Network. Right. All right. I <laughs> know. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for that, for uh, your input on everything, Stace. But let's uh, move on to uh, when we spoke about Drake and uh, J-Lo, do you think they official? Uh, no? um, do you think it's a, a stunt? I think it's official. It's officially a stunt. 
<laughs> right. Because <laughs> I know for I me, I, I personally think, well, what you going to say first? I think they officially have, you know, interested in each other. I don't think it's like a, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know, man. Because, you know what, to be honest, I look at it like this. Things change. You know, people change. Love is 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 a a moving thing. You know, you can't you can't uh, relegate it to a point in time. And if you have like look at it like this, was Diddy and J Lo was, was that serious? Yeah. You know, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. But we can look at it now and know that it's over. Drake and uh, J Lo is that serious? It might be over at some point. But it doesn't mean that right now in this moment that they're just on some, you know, we're just gonna do this for the people. And I feel like J Lo has more. Uh, I would assume, and I feel like she has more. Uh, how can I put it? She's she's not that type of. Per- I wouldn't ass- I wouldn't look at her to be that type of person to just get in a relationship with publicity. Oh, oh. If she, if she yeah, wanted to yeah, do yeah, that, yeah. I feel like she could have done it a long time ago. Yeah, I feel like, I yeah, it, I there's some genuine interest there. But what I say and why I think is um, not necessarily official because I think it's one of those things where you just put something out there and you just let people think what they want and run with it. Like they, all they did was post a picture, like nestled up on a couch, like no caption. Or anything, they both just posted this picture, and the people, the world, the internet just ran with it and created this whole story about it. It's like they never said anything. Oh, so you didn't they see just the, posted didn't see the a video picture. where they were kissing? Nah, there was a video of them kissing. Yeah, I didn't see no video of them kissing. Well, I, like, I don't know if they were kissing, but they kissed. They kissed. And you know what? Let me not even say that because I didn't see that. Let me find this video. But it was a video where it said it was J-Lo and Drake and they kissed. You could clearly see whoever it was that they kissed. And how far far away was this video? Because it could have been, you know, she's Puerto Rican. It was like a party type of thing. All the time. No, it wasn't a party. I need to see this video. They probably just kissed on the side of the cheek. And it was a no, little distant, and people just said, oh, they kissed. You got to watch it. Yeah, look at, look yeah, at the video. Yeah, I got to find it. I got to see this. Um, <laughs> also, uh, <laughs> you need proof. What I was going to say. Yeah, I need, I need proof. They have uh, something brewing in terms of music. They have a music relationship. A song is about to drop. They actually, it was a video of them dancing at some party. It looked like, like a Sweet 16 or something. And people were saying that the song that was playing in the background was actually a song or could be a song that they're releasing and collaborating on. That's what I think this whole situation is. Get people talking and drop the song. So I say within this month, January, we're going to hear a Drake and J-Lo collaboration dropping. Yeah, That's I'm just saying, like, Drake is the only guy that you know of that you only know that he broke up with his last girlfriend because he's with the new one. I don't know <laughs> yeah. any other relationship like that. Like, you usually hear, and like, oh, yeah, they broke honest, up. on the load, were they even relationships? Right. I mean, but then again, if you're having relations, it's a relationship. That's how I mean... I mean, I have a lot of relationships there for that. Hey... It is what it is, shit. Nah, like that is different. Is different. That talk, I don't know. I Listen, don't to, you have for me. I look at it like this: if you, you got to look at it like this. you have a relationship with somebody, if that's what y'all, you know, is a relationship there. Whether that relationship is, it, it, is a sexual relationship or a serious or relationship, yeah. Or, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 it's a relationship. Yeah. Because you got a lot of people in a quote-unquote relationship that don't even, you would think that they just good friends. Yeah. Ain't have sex in months. 
that type of shit. So I mean, you know. I, I don't even be counting all that. I I look at when I, when I think relationship, I think like Facebook status has changed. Hold <laughs> on, and it's an <laughs> issue, and everybody knows it. And holding hands down the street and shit, like, oh, and there's nobody else. I never been in a relationship. Not solely based on the Facebook change, but just like it's you and her, and everybody knows, and other chicks know to not get too close when you're around her type shit. No, not to cross that that boundary. That's that's when there's a relationship. I I think it's it's levels, man. It's levels. <laughs> it's levels. Right. It's so levels. Speaking of levels. The, uh, taking away a level from T.I. and Tiny's relationship who we thought would last forever. I thought it was like ride or die, like through thick and thicker and thinner. And she and probably is. Divorce. Like, I was I was kind of shocked behind this. Were you? Um, Not really, no. This is the thing no. for me. I look at it like this. I feel like, like I said, relationships change. And maybe they just feel, maybe they realize at this point in their life that they just, a marriage between them doesn't work for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And that's not, I don't feel like that's uncommon nowadays. A lot of people are realizing, I feel, that the type of, you know, the structure for relationships that they wanted are not what they uh, got into their relationship for. You know, a lot of people are in relationships that they wouldn't have been in if, they ha- they looked at the facts as opposed to what the quote unquote the nature of a relationship is. Mm-hmm. If you can tell me, okay, what is a relationship? A relationship is when you know two people are you know together and they you know they they're about each other and they don't sleep around and they you know they're exclusive with each other and it's just the two of them. And when other people are around, they know that this. For some people, that's not the case. So when it doesn't become the case. It's like, okay, is this even a relationship anymore? Or is this still my idea of what a relationship is? Or is this your idea of what a relationship is? Because some people don't care for any any of that type of stuff. For some people, a relationship is the person who I call my girlfriend, the person who I call my boyfriend, the person who I call my wife or husband. And that's it. Because you could have a whole other relationship with somebody else outside of your marriage relationship or whatever that's even more meaningful to you but because you're quote unquote in a relationship that that takes precedence so even if you don't necessarily rock with your boyfriend like that it's like yeah but I have a boyfriend even if I like you even if I love you even if I care about you I got a boyfriend even if my boyfriend ain't doing shit for me I got a boyfriend Mm -hmm. you know so some people get caught up in this idea of titles and you know all that type of stuff so it doesn't. It doesn't. It, it doesn't shock me. No, I just say all that to say it doesn't shock me. I feel like, and maybe maybe this is just a new chapter in what their relationship is going to become. Maybe they're just going to be, you know, co-parents and good friends, better friends than they were when yeah. they were together. Because there's certain things that they couldn't do while they're together, if you will, that they might be able to do now. So, you know, I don't. I don't look at it as a negative necessarily that they're getting divorced. Maybe this. It's just yeah. what's best for them. Yeah, that could be that could be true because people sometimes uh, when you hear that someone's getting divorced, it's just like you think it's the end of everything. And I mean, for some people it is. Some people is like it's it's not working, and then it's like a nasty type of breakup and situation. But not all the time. So hopefully, this mm-hmm. is on that other tip of the just just gonna co-parent and be good, and you just can't be married. Right, and right. I was thinking that she just wanted to file single on her tax return for this year. <laughs> uh, let's move on uh, to Azalea Banks uh, real quick. She um <clears throat> she posted this video. I don't know if you've seen it, but she had like this yes. like it was like a room or something. It was mad dirty, and she talked about it was a closet. Oh, um, I got it was a closet. It was a closet. <laughs> Oh yeah, so she's like, oh, I'm I'm about to clean up this where I um sacrificed all I sacrificed the chickens, something like that. 
and she said that she's been sacrificing chickens for the past three years and practicing witchcraft. Uh, and the point of her sacrificing the chickens was in hopes that it would bring her fame and fortune. Huh. Uh, what you thought? <laughs> what you think? Do you think she really practicing witchcraft? Like, or do you think that was just like dirt from the party last night type shit? She just wanted. I could to see it. I could something. see it. I could see it. But you know what? This is the thing. What I what I realized. Through, through life and just like learning about different cultures and all that type of shit. I feel like mm-hmm. we might look at something. Okay, <clears throat> I'll put it like this. America, if America is at war with another country, we're from America. So we feel like any action that America takes against another country is justified because we're at war. We're going to want America to win, right? So we don't care about the other country winning or what's right or what's wrong or as long as we win for the most part people are cool it's the same way if you were on the other side you would feel like America's wrong you know because if whatever America does you feel like it's crazy that they would take such action against you or your people I look at religion to an extent in in a similar way and because most people don't I don't see that most people in America are into witchcraft or into that type of stuff it's this taboo kind of thing and people look at it like whoa you know but yeah you know it's a lot of people praying for fame and fortune praying to god to be famous mm-hmm. praying to god to have you know money and all this type of stuff so to an extent i can see it kind of being similar in a sense where it's like you believe in a higher power to give you certain things that might not necessarily in the eyes of everybody else look like something worth praying for or something worth tapping into spiritual energy for. But everybody's different, you know. I don't know what that whole thing is. I don't know what, you know, brujeria means or what that what that what the the idea of it is exactly. So I can't, you know, speak on it too much. But yeah, that is kind of crazy. And I could see her being into something like that. Just from some some of the interviews that I've seen from her before and like certain things that she talked about. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I could see it. So see, uh, it is kind of crazy. Singer, but I could see it. Right, you know the singer with, that she always covers her face with her hair. See her. Uh, yeah, she's singer, yeah. songwriter. She responded uh, to the this thought or whatever, and she tweeted out, "Sacrificing animals for your gain is the wackiest, or is the wackiest shit I've ever heard. Get ahead by being awesome, kind, and working hard." Of course, Azalea Banks wasn't going to just let that slide. Azalea Banks responded, and your ugly, pasty, dry, white lady winter skin face is the ugliest face I've ever seen. That must be why you hide it all the time. Have some fucking respect for my fucking traditional African religion, you pompous white bitch. And that religion is what you just mentioned, Bruharia? Bruha? I don't know how you officially say it, but it's B-R-U-J-E-R-I-A. And it's a Spanish Spanish language word for witchcraft. Right. Um, They say both men and women can be witches, brujos and brujas, respectively. Um, uh, Yeah, so I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I, I will say... I mean, even though we know who Azalea Banks is, I don't know if this witchcraft is working per se. If she's really doing it for like fame and fortune, because a lot of times when we see her and hear of her in the news, it's for like negative stuff. Hey, but maybe like she like needs to say, try different or something. Be careful what you wish for, because you know she is famous. Well, yeah. And, and, to an extent, you could, some kids might be able to say that she is fortunate. Mm-hmm. You know, so all of that stuff comes with, you know, comes at a price. You can't just say fame and fortune and that's it. Because yeah. there's a lot of things that come with fame and fortune. Yep, yep. All right, so let's get into a quick uh, speed round of what blows my 
Um, let's get that theme music changing. Do they need to get rid of the shrimp? 
Are they going bad? Are you just trying to get them out of your kitchen? Like, what is going on? Why? Why? So now, from now on, when I go in this Chinese restaurant, I got to open my, my rice up now to make sure there's no shrimp in there. Like, right. Blows mine. All right. Uh, do you have anything before we wrap this thing on up? Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought long and hard. Sorry. Com slash... Facebook.com slash Hollywood and Friends Radio is our new Facebook page. We actually might have had our first viral video happening right now, actually. And we're going to talk about it more next week. Uh, Kim Burrell, well, she spoke about uh, homosexuality and she went on this like crazy sermon where she was mm-hmm. ranting about like gay people are going to die in 2017. A bunch of crazy shit, but we're not going to get into it now. We're going to talk about it next week. But that video is going viral right now. Slightly on our oh. Facebook page, our new Facebook page. Um, what else? Uh, uh, we we also going to continue this this uh, 2016 wrap up show because a lot of shit happened we didn't get to get into, so we're going to continue that next week as well. Um, so Facebook.com slash Hollywood and Friends Radio, Hollywood and Friends Radio at gmail.com for know where they can find. Me. Hollywood and Friends Radio at gmail dot com. <laughs> and Hollywood on Instagram radio. At, at Hollywood and Friends on Instagram as well. You can find all of us there. Yep. Um at Hampton Blue Network at Hampton Blue B L U. Uh that's it. We're out of here. Happy New Year once again. Thank you to everybody who's tuning into this show now. That would not live, but tune in next week at 3 p.m. Eastern. Yes. We out. Deuce. Later. Hallelujah.